Hello and welcome to the Harvard EdCast, a series of conversations with thought leaders in the field of education or any field from across the country and around the world. I'm your host, Matt Weber, and today we look at education as art in cinema and how the mainstream Hollywood stories shape perception, drive change, or reflect it. The EdCast has spoken to directors of the documentaries Waiting for Superman, Bully, and today we are fortunate here with director Daniel Barnes, writer and director of the new education reform movie Won't Back Down, starring Viola Davis and Maggie Gyllenhaal, which we just had a special screening here around Harvard this past week. And even though you're a Yale man, Welcome to Harvard, Daniel. Don't hold it against me. We won't, we won't. So Daniel, I think, you know, providing our audience with some sort of framework of your first touch point with either this concept or the idea to make everything uh, that is won't back down into a movie. Absolutely. Well, you know, I think for me, I just, I'm a great lover of the David and Goliath genre in film. I just, I love those movies. I cried at Rudy, you know, so I really, I, I always wanted to make a movie that was in that vein. And in addition, I also come from a whole family of teachers. Uh, my parents are both teachers. My grandmother was a public school teacher in the 30s. My sister-in-law teaches in the public school system in New York. My mother-in-law founded the first alternative. The perfect director for this movie. I guess so. But th so education's always been a part of my family. It's always been a part of my blood. And so you take those two things together, and you end up with Won't Back Down. And, and the writing process of this, were, were, did, was it your idea? Was it the, obviously a lot of it's rooted in the 2010 trigger law? and things like that what what was the first moment where you were were they did they approach you you approached them with the idea and then how do you write this movie from scratch yeah that's a great question it was it was kind of a mutual collaboration that we had and um, you referenced the parent trigger laws which were in some ways an inspiration and and I really admire the parental activism that's at the heart of those laws the movie is a little bit different um, because uh, you know the parent trigger laws are basically say that 50 percent of the teachers can uh, 50 percent of the parents um, can come together and take over a failing public school. I wanted to investigate a narrative that was a little bit different, that was about how uh, parents could come together with teachers uh, to transform a school. And I think that, you know, comes because of I am the product of educators. And, and one of the things that I have noticed with very successful public schools is that they tend to be driven by a really passionate and visionary educator like my mother-in-law. I'm really curious, the portrayal of teachers in any media kind of goes up and down. You have Tony Danza teaching on uh, reality shows, and then you have Cameron Diaz and Bad Teacher, <laughs> you know, a year or two ago. I mean... There's a, there's a huge responsibility to the profession of how it's depicted. Uh, obviously, with all your close family ties to the, to the teacher profession, it probably wasn't too hard to write and direct teachers. Well, you, the answer is, is um, no. I mean, it's something that I understand very well. I just wanted to make sure that this film was going to really feel like a celebration of teachers and teaching. And I think... You know, the, the sort of the greatest compliments that I've received about the movie are from people who walk out of screenings and say, you know, that movie made me want to go teach. Yeah. Or even better, some, some people have said, you know, I spent 40 years as a teacher. That movie makes me want to go back into the classroom. That is the single best compliment that I have received. That's, that's a great endorsement. That makes me want to go apply to the Harvard Graduate School of Education. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of endorsements. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, tell me a little bit about so Walden's history of sort of, of social activist movies and Waiting for Superman. And this would probably be grouped with movies about education reform. How has that been for you sort of entering the stage as now, you know, you're being interviewed at the Harvard Ed School about education reform and movies. But now, before this, it was all mostly just 
you as a director, you as a filmmaker. Now here you are as sort of an education reform leader. It's a fantastic question. And I, you know, it, I, I am a filmmaker at heart, you know. And so my job really is to entertain, to tell a good story, to inspire if at all possible. And I think what I really tried to do in this movie was pose questions, you know, and and, would, and I think that's what filmmakers should do. I would never want to come forward and say, I have the answers to this, or this is what we should do. I think I really just wanted to set this up as an exploration. Um, now, that said, you know, there has, uh, the film, even though it hasn't come out yet, has, you know, um, already generated a lot of debate, which I think is mostly fantastic, you know, because it's great. You aspire as a filmmaker to create something that can engage a national dialogue. I mean, that just surpasses your wildest dreams. So the fact that the film is doing that uh, to some extent is already makes it, in my mind, a success. And what are your thoughts on the sort of, it's the film is almost sort of being politicized in so many respects where you have the teachers' unions with some perception of it, and then you have many people in the Democratic Party viewing it, you know, during key events. How is that all about? Uh, surreal, <laughs> honestly. It's a bit like stepping through the looking glass. Uh, you know, we did screen the film at both the uh, Republican National Conventions and the Democratic National Convention. But the greatest thing about screening at those conventions, and, and it was amazing to see that it was warmly received on both sides, but the greatest thing about that experience for me was after the uh, screening, when I was on the panel, I said, you know, this is a movie about how people can come together. And it is evidenced by the fact that this film is screening here and next week in Charlotte. And then when I was in Charlotte, you know, it screened here and last week in Tampa. And at both conventions, the audience broke into applause. They loved the idea that this was a movie that was going to reach across ideological divides. And that's really, you know, what the movie is fundamentally about. It's about how parents and teachers can come together to create change for children, which is something that I think all Americans want to get behind. It's a great American story. Exactly And, and right. just the importance of storytelling in cinema, which you've done so well. Uh, we talked about the writing piece, now the directing piece. Mm -hmm. So you're directing these, you know, big movie stars on, on uh, how to function in school environments and how to teach. What, what is that process like? And where were they coming from in terms of the perspective of learning to be educators or education reformers? Well, Viola was actually able to bring a very personal experience to it because her sister is a public school teacher in uh, Central Falls, Rhode Island. And so she was really inspired by her sister and had a lot of conversations with her about it. But I think what she sort of fundamentally latched onto with the character was that this was a woman who has in some ways lost her passion and over the course of the film has to rediscover it and gain her voice. And I think that was very, it was very personal and meaningful, not only because of her sister, but I think because you could see it in other aspects of her life. And I think for Maggie, you know, this idea of parents who will lie down on train tracks for her kids is something that she can understand because she is a parent uh, and that we all are parents. So they each sort of brought that emotional reality from their own lives into the um, film. And I, and I just have to say, I mean, it was a really joyful collaboration. Yeah, it seems like it. How long did the film take to make? Uh, it was uh, about two months to, to shoot. Now tell me this much. What do you say to the critics? And, and again, you know, you put anything out there, there's going to be people who love it and there's going to be people who, Absolutely. you know, are, yeah. are, are pains about it. Uh, what, what do you say to them and what is your general reaction to them as, you know, the film misrepresents teachers' unions, et cetera, et cetera? I think that the this is a movie that is fundamentally about how people who feel 
powerless, see that there's a problem, and want to go out and try to change it. And I think that's how the film, that was how the film was intended, and I think that's how the film plays. You know, it was really interesting when we did our first test screening uh, for the film, we brought out to an audience, and we said, uh, and we asked them afterwards, um, you know, how did this movie make you feel? And the audience said, I felt empowered. I felt I wanted to go out and create change. I remember them said, I want to become teachers. And then, and only because we asked, about 15 minutes in, the moderator said, well, how did you feel about the representation of the fictional teachers union? And it was a really interesting moment because the audience was actually taken aback by the question. And they were taken aback because they were sort of riding this high, this kind of euphoria of, you know, we can go out and, and create change. They weren't thinking about the obstacles that stood in, in, the, in the way. And when we sort of pressed them to talk about it, their impression of the obstacle was that it was the system and that it was a lot of things contributing to it. It was parental apathy. It was poverty. It was, you know, uh, uh, school boards. Not just villainizing one group. Not one just person. villainizing one group. That's really how I think most people um, interpret the film and, and, and are really taking away a sort of very positive message, not who can I go out and blame, but what can I go out and do? Uh, and I think that if all if the people sort of you know who are, are are worried about the film's effect, if they really understood that that's how audiences, they probably could use it to do what we all want to do, which is make better schools for children. Daniel, are you retiring from the directorship and thinking about becoming a teacher yourself? Ah, uh, it's such a good <laughs> question. You know, take on the mantle of my parents and so on. It's you know, the, the thing family about, business. Absolutely, it is a family business. You know, look, I mean. Come on, teachers are heroes, you know, but that is an amazingly difficult job. I mean, that is, you know, as hard as my job is, I think teaching has got to be one of the most difficult jobs that's out there. You know, we'll have to see if, if I'm up to it to actually be able to do it. And your family's seen the film. They must be just completely blown away with your impact on the sector. I think they're excited about it. You know, it was really great when my uh, mother-in-law, who runs the um, uh, Alternative Public Middle School in New York, came and saw us. She saw actually cut of the movie uh, almost before anybody. She cried. Now, I don't think she cried just because she was my mother-in-law. I think she cried because she felt swept up in it, and it particularly is a celebration of teachers and teaching. Daniel, where can people go see the film, and when is it out? The film opens September 28th. It will be uh, released nationally all across the country, wide release. You'll see it on, you know, 1,800 or 2,000 screens. Um, so it will definitely be in a theater that's near you. And I think, you know, I think people can go and see the movie, and, and in seeing the movie, they become sort of activists. You know, it's great to send a message to Hollywood that these kinds of films are worth making, ones that, you know, have a great story, but also have a kind of a, a great message and, and, and another level to them. So I think if people buy a ticket, they'd be helping the cause, and I hope they do it. Daniel, thank you so much for coming here to Harvard, for screening your film, for talking to us on the ACAST, and hopefully we'll see you at whenever your next film is, and then maybe even at the Academy Awards this year. Fantastic. Thank you so much. It's really been an honor to be here. This has been the Harvard EdCast, a production of the Harvard Graduate School of Education. I'm your host, Matt Weber. Thank you kindly for listening. The Harvard Graduate School of Education, working at the nexus of practice, policy, and research.